Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, looky here. You are listening to someone who is bold, authentic, diverse, unpredictable. Baby, I am unapologetically Ramon, and you have entered my zone, the QB zone, baby. Hello, somebody. So on last episode, we were having a conversation with my friend Lauren Gomes about long distance relationships and why people cheat. And so today we're going to continue that conversation. We're going to continue that conversation in regards to why people cheat and then introduce another topic that I found very interesting. And I believe that you guys will enjoy this conversation. So without further ado, here's the rest of that conversation with my good friend Lauren Gomes. Um, it it got so bad, and it was it was horrible, and I am so mad at myself that I did this. <sighs> I used to sneak around to try and just hear a voice. Mm-hmm. I might not like. All you got to do is say hello. Mm-hmm. That's all I needed. Right, right. Talk to you right now. I just want to hear your voice. Okay, goodbye. That simple. Aww. It took all of five seconds. And that's all you needed. That's all I needed. That is horrible. <laughs> that, who does that? Yay! That you have lived. You have lived. That's what you needed. You needed that voice. That How voice. sad is that? Because it's just okay. So. Person B, person B got that voice, okay? What was that voice doing to you? Just made you feel good, made you feel tingling? All on the inside, you hear me? (laughs) (laughs) It's just, when you have that, that connection with that person, just that hello is all you need. Right. That's it. And just. I get it. I get it. Ooh. Ooh. I'm sorry. I just. Ooh, Lord. Mm. Hold on. Let me let me get my piece of paper. I had to. Oh, Jesus. That made me feel a type of way just now. Jesus. <laughs> no, but. <laughs> Two things I mentioned in this chapter I mentioned is. There's accidental, there's accidental infidelity, and then there's romantic affair. Um, for example, the first form of adultery being accidental infidelity. This can happen to the more careless person, but at the same time to the person who values and commitments are tenuous. They lack self-control and respect for both themselves and their spouse. 
any situation where they are left alone with the opposite sex is an opportunity for an accident to occur. It was shocking to find out that most cases of infidelity occur with couples who are less than 25 years old. One would have thought every marriage were happy and carefree above anything else. Now, when it comes to romantic affair, this is usually considered the most disruptive affair because it involves feelings. It's a big threat to a marriage. The romantic affair usually occurs at a point of a crisis in a marriage or relationship and is short-lived. It usually burns out quickly, but the damage can last yeah. for long. Mm. <laughs> I hear it right there. It, it is true. I agree with that 100%. I'm actually shocked to see that the age range, I'm truly, truly shocked about that because I think nowadays with people being as carefree, they don't take relationships as serious as they used to oh, back in the day. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so to me, it's just like, oh, okay, you cheated. Okay. On to the next one. And it's a constant cycle to where now you become emotionless and you don't have that feeling of anything. You, you don't have any feeling towards the other person that you do meet because unfortunately in, in the mind, and this is just my opinion, you've been hurt so much. What's another one? Hammers. Mm. Yeah, when you've gone through a certain, that. gone through certain traumas consistently, it's like okay, I've, I've, yeah, okay, you cheated, okay, and just another one, put another, yeah, notch. yeah, another notch, uh, you know, another one. Oh, it, it's unfortunate, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. Being being in the place that I was years ago, I'm talking about 15 years ago, I was celibate and I was single by choice. And uh, oftentimes I would hear, well, you know, such and such, you know, they want to talk to you and this, that, and the third. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good because of my trauma that I went through. You know, having to be in a relationship for nine and a half years and nothing out of it, that does something to a person. And then you get into another relationship with the intent of marriage because that's what you, that was what I wanted. Right. And unfortunately, it was use and abuse another relationship, use and abuse. And it is just, after a while, it just becomes redundant. Like, oh, you another one, you another one. Like it, after a while, it was like, you know, I'm, I'm done with all that. Let me just be me. Let me be happy with me. And I was doing that for some years until person A decided to change my mind because person A was the church goer that knew me for years and was like, dang, for real? Like you, you know, I always, I always looked up to you and I was, you know, starting to sweet talk me and I'm starting to fall in love and stuff. Cause right. it's been, you know, it's been a while since I had some sweet talking to, you know? So it's like, Jesus. And you know, I've, I've always been attracted to person A, you know, it's just, I never, thought of person A as a husband for me. Mm. So then once person A started talking husband stuff. Like, oh, wait a minute. I was like, wait. <laughs> How are you doing person A? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I started to date person A and saw a whole separate side of person A. And I should have left person A a long time ago. Right. I should have left it alone. But unfortunately, that's not what happened. So yeah. that's what caused me to cheat on person A. Yeah. Because I saw a different side of person A that I never would have thought person A would have done. 
you know when I I remember the first time I cheated. <laughs> you laugh. <laughs> Look. <laughs> so, Look at it. <laughs> when I first cheated, so I was this was like my very first real relationship. Um, towards the end of high school. I was I was a senior. And look at look at Brown. You know, young and whatever, but of I met, course I met the person because um I had went to a Martin Luther King um event and they were related to one of my classmates that I was really cool with. And just you know, exchanging conversation and ah yeah, yeah, that led to exchanging contact information. And it was cool. It was freshing. We knew new mutual people. It was cool. Um, and it just continued to grow from there. Had some had some similarities. Um, and I just we just liked how it was growing. Now, um, you know, you're never going to have one hundred percent things in common. But the few things that we did not have in common just wasn't that significant to me. Right. Not to me at that time. So they decided that they wanted to spice up some things. And so they said they want to have a threesome. Mm -hmm. I obliged to the threesome. And what I did not expect, and was it my first threesome? And it was my first time having a threesome. What I did not expect was to go into this threesome and completely want and, and go completely crazy about the other person, not the person I'm in a relationship with. Uh, and what I noticed was during the act of it, I was like, what is this? Like this is the person I'm in a relationship with, but why am I drawn to this person? And then I started to notice emotions, I'm telling you. In the midst of the act, they were more into me as well. And I'm like, wait a minute, what what, what this seemed like this mm -hmm. thing. And what happened is we ended up having a conversation afterwards, me and the person we had the threesome with, not the person I'm in a relationship with. Yeah. And I was good friends with, with an older sibling of theirs. But there were some other things that was in common. And then just the way they were just different, they moved different, they talked different. It was just something that was just different in more of a refreshing way, in more yes. of a way that I felt was more parallel to where I was going and how I like to move. I feel so guilty. <laughs> and then the conversations continue. And then I find myself getting off the phone. You remember back in them days when you get a little beep on the other yes. people, <laughs> and we had just had a call ID at my grandma's house. So I know yeah. on the line. I will be on the phone with the person I'm in a relationship with. I, I, I'm going to call you back. Quick. It would never come mm -hmm. I would get off the phone quick. Or they would want to hang out, but then this person done want to hang out and they wanted it. And it was, mm -hmm. we just have more things in common. That's in common, more, yes. More significant to me. And it just ended up that I was just like, I just, we just, we started having, we had a few more threesomes, but then it got to the point where, <laughs> but then it got to the point where I just, I felt bad. My conscience started speaking to me. And so we just continue our own thing. And, you know, I ended that. But then this this, this ended up being shot to hell. So that didn't work so out. So I'm, I'm going to tell you what. Um, what got me with person B mm -hmm. is how he challenged me to think. Exactly. And I love that you, you got my intellect because I like to have conversations mm -hmm. that makes me think like I consider myself a conversationalist. Mm -hmm. I can talk about any and everything. It may not make sense, but I can do it. Okay. <laughs> so I find it very interesting that I can be on a phone call with person B mm -hmm. and have the most interesting topics and conversations that would last for hours. Yes. 
That is crazy to me. And the last time I've ever done that, I was in high school. Because mm-hmm. remember back in the day, we on the phone, we ain't talking about nothing. Yeah. Okay. For hours. Yeah. <laughs> but this one, but person B, he was able to get me to think about decisions. Um, basically cause and effect. If I do this, then this would happen or this would happen. Or if I go down this road, you're going to make the wrong turn or you might make the right turn. Like those are the type of things that I love. And I like the challenge of having a conversation. So I used to take a lot of what person B said and I let it marinate. And I play all kinds of scenarios up in my head because I'm like, some may write, say, mm, I, mm, you know, you, he can't be this, you know. And I always find excuses to not consistently think of person B. And then when I try to have these conversations with person A, it's like swept under the rug. Well, why are you asking me that? That doesn't make sense. Well, what do you think about it? Oh, it just doesn't make sense. Well, yeah. Right? Well, what doesn't make sense to you? Maybe we can figure it out. No, it's just, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's so those little things, I found myself being more drawn to person B. And it's it sad. Making, it making you a better you. And it was yeah. those things that you really inspire and want to like grow into. Yeah. And it's unfortunate that things turned out the way they were. I did what I did and I ain't apologizing for it. I'm glad I did it. Listen. He was he was a willing, uh, an unwilling, willing party. Put it that way, okay? <laughs> I did what I did. Okay. (laughs) No, but um, just out of respect, I think that we're grown enough to have these conversations now to say what we like and what we don't like. And if we're not willing to accept what it is, because nowadays everybody's so quick to throw their little bitch fits, like grow the hell up. Men, women, oh, hello. we we grown. Right. We we are all grown and accept the consequences of what happened. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, this one thing I want to say about this subject, you know, um, before we go to the the next one. Um, someone who's like a wonderful friend and supporter, amazing sister I met. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy because it's crazy how you go places and do things in life and God can connect you with people, complete strength. And they can affect your life so well. I met her on um, a trip I went on in Puerto Rico. I can't even, this was what, God, 2014, 2015, up in And just been, you know, wonderful friends. And her name is Laura Butler Paul. And she said this about cheating that I included. I'll just read powerful quote. Um, Every affair is different, and so Mm -hmm. are every woman's reasons for her involvement. A good read is the book by Helen Fisher, Why Him, Why Her, and Why We Love. In my opinion, men are more likely to cite sexual motivations for infidelity and are less likely to fall in love with an extramarital partner. However, Mm -hmm. women tend to have an emotional connection with their lover and are more likely to have an affair because of loneliness and we definitely talked about yeah it's lonely yeah something that is has also been a subject or or a common thing that's brought up tonight about cheating long distance relationships it's something that all humans was made to engage in we love it we thrive off of it people have made multi-million multi-billion dollar careers about it you got some idiots like R. Kelly and Bill Cobb that done went to jail and going to hell about it. Um, I personally feel like if it was more of this and it was more 
always said that if there was more of this, I feel like it would be less crime. And that is sex. So last thing I'm gonna talk about is and I can't wait to hear what you got to say, but Oh Lord <laughs> What makes sex better? That is the stuff I wanted to talk about in my book. So what I did a long time ago, and for a lot of these subjects that people's going to realize is that I just simply would ask questions on Facebook just to get y'all's opinion. And sometimes y'all, those who knew me kind of had an idea, but a lot of people had no idea that a lot of this material was really me putting together this book. And so I had asked people on Facebook to give me some things that they felt like made it <clears throat> better. Some of these, I was like, hmm, interesting. Some of them, I just died laughing. So I want to read through some of these. I want to read through these. It was like, how many did I get? It was like 21 things. And I just want to read through them. And I want you to tell me which one stand out to you. Love. Both want to have it. Teamwork makes the dream work. Mm-hmm. Weed. Listen, and I agree. Listen, I didn't say that, but I, you know, intimacy. Okay. Good hygiene. A good play. <laughs> a good playlist. The lips. So which one? Hell, hell, ha! Hallelujah. I'm assuming they. Well, if I read what they, if I read what I put with, it, it's really both of them. But you know, <laughs> this one gets the attention first. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> was scenery, balcony, okay. outdoors, stuff like that. Someone said rain, chemistry, passion, stamina, taking mm. time, play a little, you know, have some fun or whatever, fulfillment of fantasies. This, mm. one, this one was quite interesting. Adequate genitalia. Here's where I beg to differ on that. Mm -hmm. The size don't make the partner. It does not. I know I'm going to get flack from this, but I'm going to say it. Mm -hmm. It enhances the pleasure that you feel starting from your inside like the the inside of you if you are in tune with a person before sex that person could just talk and your whole world melt mm-hmm. so what they come in when when they come with that genitalia and it may be average for one and big for another yeah Honestly, that does not matter. Right. I'm going to get, I know I'm going to get it. I, I know I'm going to get it. <laughs> does it help? Absolutely. However, once you, and, and I like where um, one person says intimacy. Once you have that intimacy established, then everything else and I'm speaking from experience, everything else is absolute. Mm. Because now you are connected, like you both are on the same level of each other, knowing the good, the bad, the in, the out, no pun intended, just knowing each other emotionally spiritually physically mentally you are all on that same page you're you're basically one with that person and when you have that connection what is size because they may not be the greatest lover to the whole world, but they are for you. Right. 
but also separate from that, that could be my let me tell you that that sex could be mind-blowing let me but also i've heard women say you know everybody with a blessed tool don't know how to use it no they don't <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And so that's why you can have someone who may not be as big, but then you didn't have some of the best sex you've ever had. You know, mm -hmm. every, woman got a, every woman got a pocketbook. But every pocketbook, yes. every pocketbook ain't got nothing in it. It ain't the same. Some have very loose change. Yes. You can have a woman with all these curves and all these nice body, and she don't know what to do with it, but later. That Dead as a doorknob. Like what? What you doing? But this other what you doing? Her, her butt may no. not be as big. Her breast may not be as big, but she'll fucking yes. stupid. Having a lot of something don't mean you're good at using it. You really don't, you know. And what you consider good for you may not be good for the person that you fucking. And that's where a lot of people go wrong. They don't have mm. these people that go crazy over there. Yeah. What, what you've been able to bring to the table is sufficient for them. But now you don't came up with something different. And you can't. Oh, yeah. It, it's not the same. You, 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 insufficient funds. You can't, you can't so afford can, over here. I, I might be telling on myself, but hey, it is what it is. Look. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Person B got my mind all kind of blown because not only is the intellectual part of our relationship there, it's on such a different level with him that it, he is very blessed. Thank you, Jesus. However, at the same time, it's like, if that wasn't there, I would still be blown. Yeah. It is just um because he has your mind, that mental part, he's already got a lot down. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Some other things that were mentioned was foreplay. Sexual mm -hmm. sexual openness, no limitations, liquor. And the last was communication. Okay. Foreplay is for the woman. I'm being honest. Oh, for most of them, yeah. For, for both. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that. I just, I got to be sexual. Excuse me. Name me sexual. You got that thing. You got think about this man. He at work right now. <laughs> Listen, and nothing wrong with Everybody got a lunch break. I just might make a, make a just keep playing. Hello. Hello. I knew you was going to grab that phone. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, I think foreplay, it, because it takes women such a long time to get aroused, you have to foreplay. You, you have to do that to get them to the point where they are all in it because I honestly don't know of any woman that can go from zero to a hundred and all of nothing. Right. She got to be. I do not know. Already. She has to, right. She has to build herself up or he has to build himself up to the point where all it takes is for somebody to just to touch it. Right. And then, right. you know, she nothing everywhere, like... Hello. Literally. Good for you. Yeah. Not everybody can do that. Yeah. So, I think foreplay, foreplay is nice, but it ain't for everybody. Um, If I'm just fucking you, I ain't got time to be playing with you. You don't need all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. But a full-on no. experience, that 
you but know, the experience yeah. itself that and would be it's amazing. A it's a journey. Give when me some emotions and chemistry involved. It's a journey. Euphoria, ecstasy. It's a whole ride. Give, give, give me some feathers. You know, I I personally like um, some candles. Listen, I'm a, I got I, I'm always I always me up. candles. A I'll, little fire ain't hurt nobody. Yeah. Yeah, you know I also like the the um. Bind, listening to me. Tie, tie them up. <laughs> yeah, bondage. And, you know, but some people. I can't be the receiver. I can give that, but I can't let nobody tie me up. The devil's a lie. <laughs> the devil is a lie. Look, I. <laughs> but you know what traumatized me with that? I swear to God, I've always had this thing in the back of my mind that you could really pull, you could really pull some shit, and don't let me out. Like, remember that episode of Will's of Fresh Prince of Bella when Neil Long wanted to play that tr prank on him? Oh, so she, <laughs> they went to that cabin. She real thought she just wanted to do some freaky shit. So he let her tie him up. They all that thing, you know, her, 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 her sister. Oh my God, I forgot about so that. that. <laughs> no, nah, baby, you won't do that to me because, baby, I shot you. <laughs> You wait till I get you do some shit like that to me and wait till I get some. I'm gonna get out of here somehow. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> that would be fun. I don't know. I just find that very entertaining. I'm just gonna say it. Um you and your partner have to be on the same page when it comes to that level because some people do it out of curiosity um some people may find that like that's the only thing that may get them to that point yeah that's true you know uh but yeah you you got to know your partner and test the waters ask that's where communication comes in. What do you like? What do you don't like? You know, can we do things? Right. Do we have, are you, because I, I, I know there are some people, and I hate to say this, but it is what it is. Some people don't even like toys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They Me, don't like it. Matter. Some people really are against it. They, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've met a few people like that. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's so taboo for a lot of people. It's, it's very taboo. They have all kind of thoughts in their mind about it. But if you get the right one. I yeah. Mean, and I, and I think that's where it comes down to like, you know, are, are you and your partner willing to explore each other in different ways? Absolutely. You know, are you willing to allow that person to control? Mm -hmm. And I use that in quotation marks, control your urges. Right. Says, give me a vibrating panty, Lord Jesus, and give him the remote. Good God, have mercy. Yes. I love when I mm. when I first found out about that toy. I Look, thought, I thought it was genius. I'm like, wait, what? So this I had no idea. And all they can do, I thought it was a great idea. Funny. I had no idea. I was very confused. But because I've never heard of because you know, unfortunate the un unfortunate side of it. I was un I was very sheltered when it came to sex. I I did not know. So once I started having it, I that's a whole different world. And then now you're bringing toys into it. What? What? Huh? I didn't even know sex toys. I don't even think I knew. Never knew sex toys exist. I think the only thing I knew of I knew people use handcuffs. I knew yes. about, I knew I did about, not know about the toys. No, I mean neither. I had no idea. I knew about motion lotion. But like I never knew about <laughs> about all these toys. I don't think I've heard of that one. I've heard of um the the nipple cream where it gets hot and then cool at the same time. I don't know if that's the same thing. It's similar. It's similar because what happens okay. is with motion lotion, you can rub it wherever. And then as soon as wind hits it, it gets really Ooh. warm. So whether you blow on it or whether it's the fair, the AC, as soon as some wind or air hits it, 
it just starts to do this sensation thing. Let me tell you what's so funny one time. <laughs> Let me stop with my lighter. <laughs> stop. I'm about to set this guy. <laughs> I'll tell you the names off, 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 off camera. But there is someone we're in the church. There's someone that we all know through church back home that they had a little brother. And I remember one time we was chilling at their house, me and her, we was getting ready to go somewhere. I can't remember. And he needed to borrow some lotion. So like most little brothers or little siblings do, go get your stuff without asking. He goes on her room. Right. He goes on her room to get some lotion. He thought it was regular lotion. So all of a sudden, minutes later, you hear him, you know, hollering, just making this weird noise. It's like he's like he on fire. Like he don't know what's going on. Like his skin is burning. And so we like, what the hell is going on? Like, what the hell? So me and her was like, <laughs> you know, so she he was like, you know, of course she go check on him. We go check on him. She was like, this lotion, the lotion, why is your lotion making me burn it? Like, what the hell? What's wrong with this? Oh I think I'm, I'm, well, I'm legit crying right now. <laughs> so she was like, boy, I ain't no got no goddamn lotion that got you um, burning. You use my lotion all the time. No, you have some new lotion. She was like, new lotion? What lotion you use? He, he, she follows him in her room. Oh, my God. And he shows her <laughs> where he went and got this lotion, quote, unquote. <laughs> when he went <laughs> that bottle. <laughs> I think I know who he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the dad is the dad. Oh. The dad is an elder. He's still an elder. Yep, yep. All she used to sing in the choir with us. Mm, no comment. He's a DJ now. Mm, yep. mm, mm, mm. Leave, just leave it alone. Leave it alone. Her laugh. Let me just let, so let me let me let me take a little oh, sip. Laughed at him so bad. Oh, we laughed at him so bad. And that's what happens. When you go tell some shit, you ain't got no business. That's why you leave people's stuff alone. You hear me? But you, you know, one time, this is so off topic. I remember one time, you know, I was with my grandmother. But mm -hmm. uh, there was a little small period. I was living with my mom while she was going to FAMU, right? I was in, like, preschool at this time. And I remember going to my mom's purse. And, I, you know, I wanted some candy. And... I didn't get a lot of candy, a lot of sweets growing up because I was hyperactive. Right. And so I remember just having this stomach ache, like this really bad stomach ache one day. And, you know, she asked me, you know, what's your age, this, that, and third, you know, regular, you know, questions. And I told her, the candy in your purse. And she's like, I got no damn candy in my purse. Like, what candy? What you talking about? Girl, why was my mama birth control pills? <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> you can when I, Are you kidding me? I was like, it got like a weird taste to it. I said, but... No. It was my mama goddamn birth control pill. Not only did she now got to go back to the doctor's office to get oh a... Oh, my God. Before she gets knocked the hell up. <laughs> but now she got rid of my ass who was in pain. <laughs> a whole bunch of candy. This fucking birth control pills. What? I was in pre -pill. <laughs> Yo, you got me on that one. You got me. <laughs> you got me, man. No way. What? A birth control? Bruh. Nah. Yeah. You had no idea. No, I'm I'm impressed. They in like their own little girl. I thought it was candy. I mean, yeah, the container was yes. different. The container was different, but. I'm thinking it's candy. I'm I am done. I am too through. I am through. I'm done. I haven't even had that conversation with sex about, with you know, about sex with me yet. I'm yeah. Five, six years old. I don't know anything about it. I'm thinking it's How candy. old were you when you, or have you ever had a conversation about sex? At what age did you learn about it? Um. So my mom, at the time was with my sister's father and he had his half-ass conversation 
um, with me about sex. I get it was post. I guess it was supposed to be the talk, but I mm-hmm. hate the man so much that most of what his what most of what he said went in one and not the other. But I I, I would say nine time, nine years old was the first time that I had any kind of conversation about it. To be honest, most of what I learned from sex came from watching porn, or came mm-hmm. from having came from hearing and having conversations with my older relatives. You know, I always hung around older people, your siblings. Yes. And, you know, I always, my friends and the main parents around you, they were older than me, three, four years older than me. And so that's where most of my knowledge came from. So for me, I was 17. Mm. Oh, wow. 17. That was my first, like, my first high school boyfriend or whatever. They knew about sex mm-hmm. was a Scorpio oh, I just leave, leave that alone right there mm-hmm. so of course you hear about it but you don't know right right and I did go to my parents because I needed to know it I mean y'all married and y'all got four kids so obviously I know y'all fucking like right. whatever like you know what I'm saying absolutely that conversation did not go as I thought it would have because it was very sheltered. When two people are in love, they you know how that go. Right. Whatever. So growing that, up in a religion, we know those talks are taboo anyways in our religion or most religion. So, you know, me and my little inquisitive behind decided, let me go on the internet. So that was a mistake. <laughs> because I started to get blocked because remember back then they used to block everything so now I went to my high school boyfriend and instead of this dude talking to me about it he said let me show you so he showed me uh-huh. and I wasn't ready <laughs> I wasn't ready <laughs> What was he showing you? He like showed actual. Me. Yeah. He showed he showed me. I mean, and like, you know, back back in school, like they talk about sex education and like my parents did give me this book of becoming a teenager back in the day. Okay. So I had the book. So I knew about parts, you know, you know, there's the male genitalia and the female ven- gen- genitalia. And how it works, but they didn't tell me how it works. So he showed me how it works. And I was so shocked. Like it was, the experience was enlightening. I'm just gonna say that because now I became more curious. Right. I became more curious and it's like, well, if it makes you feel this way, well, what if you do this? And then what if you do that? And, you know, I, I, that's how I became sexually active at 17 out of curiosity because I didn't know. I had no idea. And I really not, I'm going to say despise because I don't know what else is on my mind right now. That's what comes to mind. I do not like the fact that when it comes to religion, especially ours, it's so reserved and quiet. Um, Like, you got to teach these young people so they don't end up to where where you were. You can't do that. All they do is, all they tell us is don't do it for marriage. Don't tell you nothing (sighs) Because at the end of the day, we know what's going to happen. We know it's going to happen. So if we were to properly educate on what to expect, if you do go down that it, road. It would not lead down to that curiosity. Right. That's why so many like, yeah. period, a lot of them end up, after the first few times, they either, mm-hmm. become, they either become extremely promiscuous or not. Yes. That's why you get pop-up pregnant so quick. Well, I know. I ain't going to talk about them that already had abortions and yeah. all that stuff. In the church. You, your daughter has always had this squeaky clean image, and now she done popped up and got pregnant, so now you're going to go send her to a whole other county 
to have an abortion for the yeah. rest of the But I digress. I don't know nothing about that because remember, I'm in my own little world, so I don't know nothing. Yo, I, I knew. I know who she is. I know who they are. Right. Well, all I knew about what little role. <laughs> but you know, you know look. Some of my favorite things on this list that I like that makes sex better, when I think of my experiences, if I were to say my top five, they would be rain, playlist, take your time, weed. <laughs> I'm surprised they put weed like what so what the person said about weed is it's a wonderful aphrodisiac herb it enhances sensation and when you climax all the walls come tumbling down if you so have alcohol but no and i like but you know and i've had sexual encounters with weed i have with alcohol and i've had it with both i will say When it gets to that point of ejaculation or when you're reaching that climax, it is different when it's a alcohol-infused um, sex versus a weed one. I think I, I like the alcohol one more for me, I would say, because weed can kind of, I'm damn to sleep it. Exactly. Like, That's what I'm like. Hungry. So I enjoy it, but, you know, and then the other one I would have to say is scenery. Scenery. I agree with scenery. Like, to, okay. Because sex in the bed to me is boring. I, boring. Like, I like it everywhere but a bed. Okay. It could be the floor for all so, I did. Let, anybody that knows, knows Kama Sutra. Yes, Jesus. Okay. I am a believer in Kama Sutra. I mean, all this, if all this can handle it, trust me. You hear me? Absolutely. So when it comes to missionary, to me that's dry. Like yes, that's yes, that's yes. the norm. Right. But you twist this leg all kind of ways. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Look, just without getting too graphic, a person can experience euphoria when the other person is willing to learn and uh, or teach. Mm, I love that. I love that too. It's just amazing. That's how I lost my virginity. Really? Someone wanting to teach me. And they made it quite, it was alcohol, it was alcohol involved. I was, I ain't got no shame to say my age. We had went back home to um, Alabama where my grandma was from. It was for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. I was there for like a week. And I'm experiencing, this This was an amazing week. I lost my virginity the same week for the first time. I also tried alcohol and weed for the first time. And wow. yeah, it was a night where we were just hanging out with some of my cousin's friends and just meeting people. And his girl had a friend, and and, and you know, I, I of course I stuck out like a sore thumb because I'm not from the country, you know. Yeah, they think everybody from Florida from the city, so of course know, I'm just different. And they wanted to teach, and it was an amazing experience. I thoroughly loved it. They took charge and wanted to teach. Mm -hmm. That's how I learned. He taught me, and then I became curious, and I started learning. Right, right. <laughs> what I like, what I don't like. So you know, it kind of works both ways. <laughs> became an expert. Absolutely. Yeah. Now I have no complaints, so I just say leave it at that. Hello, practice made perfect. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, I, I, I just, I really appreciate these conversations. I think that, you know, it's important to have these transparent conversations, this conversation yeah. that, you know, we all enjoy, you know, probably don't have enough. And I think just with everything going on in the world these past few years, I think, especially COVID, yeah. I think that people just enjoy something that they can relate to, something that's just yeah. new and that can gravitate to people. You know, it's just so much whether it's the election whether it's the police brutality whether it's just all the stuff we see on the news 
it's great when we can just enlighten and, and, and entertain people. Yeah, it's refreshing just to be able to have these type of conversations and be open, you know, having not having to be around other people the way how we used to, right. you know, having to do Zoom calls, you know, mm-hmm. just being able to be relatable, it speaks volumes. And that's why I do want to thank you for opening this platform that you have and just allowing us to have chat. Yeah. You know our conversations. Yeah. You know our conversations. You feel me? <laughs> oh, yeah. yes, but you know, just keeping it just as genuine as possible, mm-hmm. and being able to be open. I cannot tell you how I thank you for allowing me to do yeah. that because I have not been able to do that in, in some months. Right, I appreciate that. It is months. Really so I really do thank you. Everything that you're doing, I'm proud of you. You hear me? I am happy. You are my brother. Okay, like this is real. <laughs> and, and I just, I want. I'm glad to get back to some of my joys and passions. You know, we yes. clearly know things I've been through, and you know, I may touch on it in some future episodes. But it's, it's, it's. I just like to be there for people. I like to make people laugh. I like to entertain people. I like to make yes. people good. And so with these conversations, I just really want to have something for everybody. I want people to be able to take something from every episode. You know, some people may enjoy more than others, but it's just yeah. conversation, being free, and, and, and just connecting. And I, I, I definitely... Totally worth it. Yeah. I'm all for it. You know I'm all for it. <laughs> You so know, I, I might yeah. be spilling a little bit too much tea, but guess what? Yeah. What you see is what you get. You don't like it, keep it moving. Too yeah. bad. But that's the best way to be. Why restrict ourselves? Why I try to stress ourselves? Try to be something exactly. Be who the hell we are authentically, one hundred percent unapologetically. Unapologetically. There you go. Yeah. And I, I bow my head to you, sir. Well, that's it for the zone today. We are officially shutting it down. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And until next time, remember this. Do not let fear dictate where your story ends. Holla.